We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Down, Ty, you made this now the puck brought up the ice by Kachuk, giving a Reinhardt shorthanded chance for the Panthers. Ekblad walks in, shot, he scores! Aaron Ekblad and the Panthers have taken a 4-3 lead, a shorthanded goal. What a rush up the ice, and the Panthers able to get the lead back on their side, and Aaron Ekblad shorthanded tally. Whoa, 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 whoa. 12 noon hour, Tobin and Leroy show. Donna went for Tobin today, and Jay Fig is here. Always always makes me smile when now we've got, like, the Brady Bunch quadruple box thing going the uh, on the video portion. <laughs> Hello, Jay Fig. Hey, Leroy. Missed you. Who suggested that she once tried to get warm with Scooby sweater? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> How many sweaters does Scooby have? Not enough. So, it's funny you say that. I was cleaning out because I have a little cart of his stuff. I was it all, you only it. need like a little pickle jar because all yeah. of his outfits are like. <laughs> well, mind you, I was sorting out all of his things, and then I just kept seeing more and more outfits, and I was like, oh "Okay, my gosh. this is this is wild." <laughs> wow, guy's got a whole. And wardrobe. as he saw, as he saw me sorting them out, he was getting excited, thinking that I was going to change him. No, and I had to change him. There's oh, no way he God. likes putting clothes on. That's what he I'm saying. loves it. No he has way, a new dude. one on today. But like you, you realize, like the whole the whole point of being part of the animal kingdom is like he doesn't like he he's doesn't have to wear clothes. He's got fur. Like he doesn't need that. Who keeps buying him clothes? Huh? Is it you <laughs> that keeps buying him clothes? He has a new yeah. shirt on. Today? Actually, it's funny because everyone sees how much he loves them, and now people bring him stuff too. Oh, really? I Can I that. just yeah. tell you? What a waste of money. I'm gonna go out on the limb and say. I ain't never like buying. Five, a gift. I ain't it's never buying a, a gift for somebody's dog. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, that's what separates you from other people, I guess. No, I'm just saying. Like, okay, <laughs> I think that's what separates you from Here's other people. Thing. Wait, think about this. <laughs> I know Jay Fig, and I know Scooby. Instead of getting Jay Fig a gift, I'm gonna get Scooby a gift. Wow. Would you prefer Jay Fig if he gave Scooby a gift and not you? No, I, I'm asking her. I am very appreciative of whatever comes my way. It's not no. a it's not a big deal to me. No. I, I appreciate company more than anything else. No, no, but no, no, but no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Well, Leroy, I'm sure you'll be happy to know that I bought myself a new belt. <laughs> <laughs> 
got tired of seeing you do jumping jacks trying to get your pants to stay on. I said, why don't you buy a belt? There's tools for that. I thought of you when I was buying it. I was like, you know what? This is a necessity. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. And let's get into one. some. Let's get into some headlines here, and uh, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna steal Marcos's thunder. I don't know if he had this on his list or not, but I wanted to bring this up before we get into like you know the local sports team headlines. I know if Tobin were here, uh, you would have spent a sizable time on this by now because I think he's been pretty obsessed with this finally getting finalized. Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. It is official for February 26th. In Saudi Arabia, if you're like me and you're not going to travel to Saudi Arabia to see it, it's going to be available on ESPN Plus pay-per-view. So finalize Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. I can't wait to see it. Are you going to watch, Jake? Actually have to. wait. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, I feel that. I've right. waited this long. You. I have yeah. to watch. For sure, for sure. For sure. Fig, can I ask you a question? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was your question. Because wow. I think a lot of people are going to experience this. Are you going to be disappointed if Jake Paul knocks Pretty Boy out? Yeah. Okay. That's I'm like, disappointed. Like, wait, everybody's looking at this like Tommy Fury is the first chance that Jake Paul has to lose it. Yeah. And I would say, well, he fought neither. Right. So, like, I, I think. We'll never hear the end of it. That's the sad part. <laughs> what the the most incredible thing that Jake Paul has done. He's created excitement around his fights without ever risking himself. Right. That is, that is, and he takes fights where it's like, if, if you're not like a real fight fan, you may not even like understand how smart it is because it's like, oh, well he's taken on, Pro fighters, right. but pro MMA fighters in boxing—it's right. so different. Right. It, it's it's almost like it's almost equivalent to Floyd Mayweather not fighting Canelo a second time. Right, right. Like everybody wanted to see that fight when Canelo got really good, but yeah, Floyd ran his career and handled his career in a way. That when it was all said and done, we never made a big deal about him fighting Canelo a second time. Right, that's true. Which was, if there's any fight that everybody said they wanted to see when Canelo got unbeatable, it would have been that fight. So, kudos to Jake Paul, and 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 you know, I'm I can honestly say I wasn't a big fan of Jake Paul because. I don't know. He kind of, you know, he does like he's a pest, right? I, I don't. I don't really understand. But, I still, to this day, I don't understand why he's famous. Like I know he's. He like was a, a big YouTuber. I he know that. Is like, what, what does he even make videos about? But, like I, I don't understand. But, like, he would vlog just his life. Here, here's okay. when I've been. No. Here's when I became a fan. Okay. When I realized what he does to get money for the people that he fights. Right. That is cool. I like how he and, does and that. You, right. you know what I mean? Right. And and so I'm like, you know what? I may not like that dude. I may not like, but he handles himself in a way that if you are a fight fan, you appreciate what he's doing for the sport. Right? He, I mean, he's not, he's not all in it for me. And in fact, he's called out a lot of people for not taking care of their fighters. 
So yeah, like Dana White. You gotta you got you gotta give him credit where credit is due, even though he may be that antagonist that society wants to see get a two piece and a soda, something quick. <laughs> yeah. And it ain't happened yet. It's actually I went on Instagram right now to go research it, and it's the first thing I saw pop up. What? Look at that. Is that oh. Them. Yeah, it's weird because this is like, and and this is a day where like Tobin should be here, but I should be here as well because the same day Josh Gaddis gets fired. Obviously, I need to be here for that. But that's also the same day Fury and Paul gets finalized. So we needed to have like a five person show today instead of a four person show. So Tobin, get your ass over here. But let's get to some. Let's get to some headlines from Marcos. These headlines are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. You know, I always wondered why you said it like that. And I noticed in the actual script, it's bolded. Those those three words are bold. So, you know what? You're a radio professional. I don't, I don't, he gave it character. I yeah. I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. That's so true. I he did can't... not read this. He just felt it. It just felt like <laughs> right. that's what it needed. Right. Um. We've been talking about it, and I'm sure we'll probably mention it a couple more times. As Donald just mentioned, the Miami Hurricanes have moved on from offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis. And uh, right now, if you open up your window, I believe you can hear Ding Dong, the witch is dead, as well <laughs> as na 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 na, hey hey hey, goodbye. Yeah. Uh, and and is and, and listen now, uh, and and Leroy has made some great points about. You know, the offensive talent, which I believe is getting better because they they brought in a couple of key offensive linemen in the transfer portal who are ready to plug and play as starters. Uh, they they have done a, a bang up job recruiting offensive linemen. And I think at least two of the true freshmen they're bringing in are good enough to play right away. They got a couple five star offensive linemen. They brought in some very good running backs. Um, You know, the area where Miami hasn't recruited very well is the department Josh Gaddis was in charge of, and that's recruiting wide receivers. But overall, the offensive talent is better. So, you know, that's going to benefit the next offensive coordinator. But Leroy, obviously, they've got to get these hires right because they've got three positions to fill on the offense that will probably be filled by two people, not three. I think they'll probably end up hiring an OC who's also a quarterback's coach and they need to hire a wide receivers coach as well. So, you know, you, you've got to get these hires right, because if, if we can all look at it for a number of reasons, you know, poor relationships built in the building, poor recruiting and poor coaching, that Josh Gaddis was a bad hire, that's a hire that Mario Cristobal made. He needs to wear that, but he also needs to get the next hires right. Well, I, I think first things first, and we kind of alluded to this sooner, is that this regime with Mario Cristobal, I kind of get the feeling he feels that the most important thing is the recruiting. Yes. Okay. Um, And so you want to bring in some guys that have some resources and contacts and relationships where they can get players into the building. I I can throw out a name that I don't know. He he could fill any of those roles. Like he might end up being perhaps a wide receivers coach, but not an offensive coordinator, or maybe he could be the OC James Coley, who uh, he, you know, he, he was down here a few years under Al Golden, uh, you know, coached in the area a a while ago. He actually, he worked for Mar. he, he wasn't really the problem. There, there were a lot of other Al Golden problems. I don't think James Coley would. I, I mean, I, underst- I understand yeah, that, yeah. but you do understand what you're suggesting. 
but he's a great recruiter, Leroy. That, that's okay. the thing. And he's got he's and he's, you know, originally local. So he's got the local ties and he's a great recruiter. So it would not surprise me to see James Coley turn up on the staff. I think a lot of Hurricanes fans would probably prefer he's not the offensive coordinator. But for recruiting reasons, he could be the next wide receivers coach because he's done that. Um, I would say what's more important is that you have wide receivers. Let's worry about their, uh, you know, learn about. Let's 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 get them in before we talk about how we're coaching them up. True, right? Because right now you're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken poop. But just, just <laughs> I mean, just with what you're asking, there has been no receivers in the last couple of years that have a substantial amount of separation. That's right. And so when you talk about playing at the next level, you got to be pretty dominant as far as separation in college. Yeah, the the best receiver they had in a long time was Charleston Rambo in 2021, but that was not an organic recruitment. That was a, you know, a, a transfer. Right. right. Who came in. So they got they got one great year from Rambo who's, you know, they're the best wide receiver to take the field in, you know, a long time at Miami, but that wasn't even a guy that you actually recruited. Think about this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Who is the most um, productive receiver that the University of Miami's had in the last five years in the NFL? Probably K.J. Osborne, who was another transfer. K.J. Osborne or Berrios? Yeah, but, but yeah, either of those, and and Barrios, Bar- Barrios is my is my dude, and he was an organically recruited guy. Right, and I'm glad you brought him up. So yeah, I, I I'll, I'll go with Barrios. You, you, now think about that. Think about what we're saying. Yeah, that the most productive wide receiver you have in the NFL in the last what five years? Yeah, at least the most productive wide receiver was a slot receiver. Yeah. That returns kicks mostly in the NFL. Right. That's that's all you've had to offer to the NFL, and that's unheard of out of this universe. Right. And 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 the best receiver they have right now is a slot receiver who's a lot like Barrios in Restrepo. So it's like they, right. that, 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 they they always seem to recruit slot receivers well. It's the outside guys they've had problems right. with. Which which because there's no speed, you, yeah. you know. And so and so from that standpoint, and 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 then. When you think about some of the defensive guys, how are you not better with Phillips and um, Rousseau? Right. How are you not better? You had two first-round picks rushing the passer. Think about that. That's unheard of. Two Russians, first-round picks? They they didn't really play together because uh, Rousseau opted out. The the uh, the last so like they were in the same he, draft, but he but opted out. He didn't play the whole last year. You're he, right. Yeah, he he didn't play the COVID year. He opted out, and the COVID and then year Phillips was, when, was a transfer, right? Yeah, F- F- Phillips blew up the year that uh, Russo didn't play, but they did get drafted in the same class. But still, think about yeah, that. Yeah. So I think it's a combination of both. What what Mario has to do is one, get the talent, and and two, have that talent be productive on the field. Yeah. Um, so many years in the past, you've had guys that had an extreme amount of talent 
and the coaching staff didn't use them the right way, and they blew up in the NFL. Yep. And now you can't get the talent. So it's a it's a fine line of getting the talent, um, you know, getting the talent to to be productive, and and then going on from there. That's going to make your team better. And 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 once your team gets better, it's going to be easier to get some of these recruits. We got any more headlines, Marcos? Uh, yes, our very own Alex Dono uh, will be participating in this entire broadcast, I believe, uh, pregame and halftime, correct? And postgame, too? Uh, for, for No, I'm doing the, the Panthers, the pregame intermissions yeah. and pregame postgame. Intermissions. Yeah. Oh, that, you said, when you said halftime, you threw me off. That's You're obviously not a big hockey guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like when they swing the stick. A couple home runs here tonight for the Panthers, hopefully. Hey. Give yourself a minus one. No, I'll be fair. there all nine innings, That's fair. Marcus. That's fair. Seriously, please. All right. nine innings. Talking minus one. The boys will be, what does Crowder say? They'll be pucking it out there. You know, the boys will be pucking it up. Uh, the Florida Panthers take on the LA Kings, and that is going to be live from the FLA Arena. Is that true? FLA Live Arena, but yes. So it's not true. <laughs> Why is it FLA Live? Live. Yeah, exactly. That's a real question, Leroy. Is that a company? Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's, okay. it's it's what it's called, yeah. Whatever. Everything's right. better than – what do you guys think of the Miami Dade Arena thing? Like, you, know I know it's temporary it, you know what that says? Yeah. You know what that says? Hmm. That says, this is our house. It is, and we <laughs> are <laughs> We're not going to go anywhere. Weren't they going to call it the Heat's house? So yeah. how, how come they ended up calling it Miami Dade Arena? I don't know. I still don't understand. You know why? Let me tell you why. Money. Why? Because there was probably some politician somewhere that yeah. said, hey, wait a minute. We paid for all of this. That's true. We you know, gave them the money for this and we just going to let them have their name. Yeah. That's a good, that's a fair point. Cause it, it wasn't, it wasn't a privately funded. Uh, well, endeavor. because no, yeah. remember the, 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 the city and the County went out and got um, FTX. It wasn't right. the heat. Right. So it's basically their building. Right. Well, so they, they, they you, should be punishing themselves for going out there and, uh, and getting FTX. True. Wow. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Who we got? What is that? That oh shirt. That's, that's incredible. Let's see. What does it say? Ten dollars. Let's go know. on an adventure. I yeah. think so. Something. Tells I can't me. go on an adventure with you, Scooby. Your feet, your, your legs are too short, and it would take too damn long. Yeah. He's actually like a bullet. He's so fast. <laughs> no way. That dog doesn't. There's no way that dog goes on walks or anything like that. He lives a life of luxury, man. Scooby's way above that. <laughs> he has a treadmill. He probably, you probably take him to the grocery store in one of them little bags. Oh my no, God. I don't do that. Can I say yeah. that my fiance's uh, no! sister? No, she no, did. no, not yet. I banned it. Okay. I literally banned it. I, so if you guys want this, it's available. Uh, I'm not sure if you're interested, JFig. Uh, her sister recently won a dog stroller and doesn't know what to do with it, so she gave it to my fiance. And I told her, absolutely not. It has not left our trunk of our. Oh, you're a baby in yeah. it. <laughs> I already have a straw. I would. I, if, if I could reuse yeah. it, I, I am not above <laughs> reusing anything. But yeah, so if anybody wants a dog stroller, it is not entering my home. I will not allow it. Good on yeah, you for not so allowing that. Somebody gets it in my mom a dog stroller too. Yeah. And 
Scooby oh. never touched it. Yeah, what? They're dogs. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's so, like, it's so, it's so counterintuitive because yeah. don't when you're outside, dogs want to run around. Like, like what, what dog wants to sit in a Scooby stroller? Scooby would literally bite through the little net mesh or whatever. Yeah, what yeah the little dude? net. He will bite through it and try to run yeah. away. So that. Yeah. First of all, like, what are we doing? I don't know. I don't know, like, man. You know, animals used to live on their own. Yep. Yeah. Right. They don't need accessories. Well, they do now because we've softened them through uh, through like natural selection. So like they're, they're they're like they're they're we breed them soft now. So they they do need us. But like hundreds of years ago, they were all wolves. Right. Like they didn't need us. Right. I, and it's amazing because you see, like I saw a lady put the dog in the cart, but she put a blanket down, you know, so he could like lay in the blanket on the little thing. And I was like, y'all need to put some initials on that cart because I ain't going to be putting my grapes and stuff in the bag where there was dog booty. Yeah, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 you know, once a day you hear, clean up on the alpha oh, and no, it's not yeah. the pickles. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. See, it makes, see, I have a line and I don't cross that one. So I have boundaries, Leroy. Okay, good. You don't take Scooby to the grocery store. No. Good. Good. Like Scooby will be okay if you leave his ass at home for a couple of hours. Goodness. Yeah. What's wrong with people? We'll I was, in, I was in the I was somewhere the uh yesterday sitting down waiting and, and some lady had a little dog and she was talking to him like he was a little person. Oh I'm like, you don't get out much, do you? <sighs> like, what well, why? I said, you I talked to, to Scooby, okay. I said you seem to be having a meaningful relationship with your dog. Shouldn't you like, like, no. And don't baby talk. I'm telling you now, the end of me is going to be people that baby talk the animals. Oh, I always do that. I do yeah. that. Do you want a little snatch, Scooby? You're dead to me. Yes, do you want a little snack? Yes, he does. Do you want a snack? Do you want a snack? <laughs> Scooby's like, you messing with my emotions right now. I'll give him a cookie, and now I feel bad. You want a cookie? He's looking around and saying, I don't see no cookies. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, we'll figure out what's wrong with people, and then we will be back continuing the 12 noon hour of the Tobin and Leroy show. Alex Dono in for Tobin today. AM560 Sports WQAM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Weekend trivia. Uh, We'll see if Marcos can stump Leroy, myself, and Jay Fig. So, and every time I try to set up one of Marcos's trivias, I always screw it up. Like that time we had like, we had like Thanksgiving trivia mm-hmm. when I was with you guys, and I, I thought you were going to ask us about like the history of Thanksgiving, yeah, but, but it was the most you're... ridiculous of nonsense. Nah, I don't, I don't know. What do you think? I'm trying to teach people something here? No way. I don't know what radio show you think this is. I was even studying like during the commercial breaks. I, know, I was studying man. like the history of the first Thanksgiving. I, I love the Protestants or something like that. I don't know what you were thinking. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was strange. Protestants. <laughs> but uh yeah no this one's gonna be pretty simple this is championship weekend trivia so i'm gonna ask you questions just you know basic questions about uh the afc and nfc some of them are gonna be just give me your answer the other one is gonna be multiple choice i don't like it is right. Leroy sleeping Leroy, are you no, awake not sleeping. oh <laughs> i'm not sleeping okay he he is we're, not we're making Leroy go first I'm listening. on all these just so you yeah, know i'm listening sure. yeah because Leroy's a cheater no, no no he's not a cheater he just knows yeah. things he just knows things he's a cheater like felipe um, <laughs> question number one. For cheater. Yeah, Felipe. Uh, yeah. Are you guys you guys ready? You locked in. You got all your answers. And, locked in. All right, cool. Locked in. Locked in. Question number one. Who has this? Is a two part question. Who has been to the most NFC Championship games? Tom now, Brady. Okay. NFC though. Well, what would you say NFC? Indeed. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. Right, I'm NFC. sorry. I, I don't know why I'm helping other people. I shouldn't have said anything. Uh, so wait, wait, wait. Who, as in which team, has been to the ew. most NFC championship games? That one is going to be multiple choice. The second part of the question is, and how many was it? And that one, <sighs> I just need a number. Um. Now, so the multiple choice. First, before I already know the answer. What? I think yeah. I do too. Okay. Well, then you know what? No multiple choice for you. I try to help you, J Fig. I try to help you. What multiple it, choice? No, I mean, it's, apparently it's either, I was never a good tester. Okay. All right. Um, it's uh, San Francisco. Okay. And how many? Sixteen. Uh, All right, Dono. What is your guess, and how many? I I agree wholeheartedly on San Francisco. Okay. As far as the amount of times, I'm going to yeah. go a little lower. I'm going to go 12. 12. All right, Jay Fig, do you want to say another team, or are you going to uh, pick that team as well? You know what? Yeah. The, is he, it, it, the only other option it could be is Dallas. Okay. Well, I am going based on what people are sending in. They're guessing the 49ers. Yes. So you're cheating. And... Definitely cheating here. Right, cool. um, like let's see. I respect that. Honesty is the best policy here. Mm-hmm. And how many times? I'm going to say 10. 10. Okay. That's respectable. The correct answer is indeed the San Francisco 49ers. Now, do I do whoever was closest? Because if that's the case, Leroy wins, although the correct answer is actually 18, believe it or not. 18? 18 yeah. NFC championships. I knew it was games. I knew it was a big number. So yeah. so he he gets it then because even Price yeah. is right rules he didn't sure. go over. So Correct. Yeah. You know what, you I knew it was I knew <laughs> I, I knew they went to a ton of them because wow. here's what you don't realize is that 
they've been to a lot just in the 2000s. It's true. That's true. Right? And, yeah. and, and because they've never won, we don't remember it. Or because they were so bad in between there, we forget. Yeah. Well, they've also lost the most, too. So, for that, you know. because because they didn't go to the Super Bowl, so we forget. Yep, indeed. Are uh, you guys ready for another one on the NFC? Yeah. Now, this one is going to be the largest margin of victory. In the, in in the, the NFC, NFC championship game. If I would have to bet money on it, yeah. I would say it was... Whoever Chicago played in '85. Hmm. Okay. And do you remember the point differential or the like the margin of victory there? Oh no, I, I just remember that they scored 55 in the Super Bowl because that was in New Orleans yeah. when they beat the Patriots. Well, in '85, um, you said rolled, in 1985, steam, right? Yeah, they steamrolled everybody. Well, the 49ers. It would have probably. I mean, go ahead. They took on the Chicago Bears in '85, and the Bears were shut out. So, I mean, no. No, the, the 85 Bears won the Super Bowl. That's what it says here, man. That was the year the before. Year. See, yeah. Yeah. It was the 84 season. It, it, it was January, January of the year before, yeah. It was 84 season, 85 playoffs. I was going to say, otherwise, Marcos is down the there rewriting history. I'm talking about the 85 Bears. The 85 Bears were 15 and 1 and yeah. were yeah. unstoppable. Yes. And the only loss was against Miami. Mm-hmm. That's the team I'm talking about. Yeah, the following so, year from that 85 one that I mentioned, as you mentioned, the Chicago Bears actually shut out the Rams in that one 24 0. But let me so, just say, that's already incorrect, Leroy. I'm sorry, you've made your selection. Okay. 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 I, mean, I mean, I can't, I can't really think of. I can't think of a team that was that dominant. I, 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 mean, I, I can't, can't either. I'm, I'm completely can't. stumped on this yeah. one. I, gotcha. I, just for the hell of it, I'm yeah. going to say. Multiple choice. For them, right, uh, J-Fig? I know. I'm just. Help. I'm yeah. just gonna I'm just gonna guess um thirty seven points. Thirty seven points margin of victory. All right. You wanna throw any any teams just to be crazy or thirty seven thirty seven points is an adequate answer. I'm trying to think what teams were that dominant. The yeah. only maybe it's the not a dominant other, team. The only other team that I can think of is that's usually one of those things with the greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. A team Rams, that just yeah. outscored everybody. Yeah. Um, but I can't no. All I right. can't. I can't. J-Fig, largest margin of victory in an NFC championship game. Where are my options? Your options are a lot or a little. Felipe, 32. <laughs> 32, it is. Uh, and the correct answer, this was between Felipe. the New York Giants and the Minnesota Vikings in the year 2000. Oh, two- oh that was in 2001. That's right. I remember That's, that. Yeah. Because well, guess what? Trick people but here. guess what? Yep. You don't realize that they were fifteen to one again that year. Hmm. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They lost forty-one wow. to zero in that game, though. So. Wow. Good luck with that one. Jeez. Eli. That's, that's pretty rough. Yeah. I was close. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I think that was uh. Was that Kerry Collins or something? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, was it? No, 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 yeah. no, no. It. Really? Yeah, it was Kerry Collins because that was the Minnesota. year they lost to the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Yeah. It was Kerry Collins versus okay. Ben Dilfer. Yeah, look oh, at yeah. that, man. You know, I know some things about some things. 
You also read well. You're um, also no, no. I well, sometimes, go. sometimes. All right, look, you guys, you guys are um, worried about the wrong things right now. Let's get into the AFC. How about that? <laughs> uh, AFC Championship game. I'm gonna go ahead and and, and uh, I'm gonna pose the same question right here. What's the largest margin of victory in AFC Championship history? See, that's a lot. Uh, that's a lot harder. Okay, you need to start giving multiple, multiple choices. You're confusing. Choices. You, got it. you got it. Leroy. You got it. Not a problem. Yeah. Confusing poor little Leroy. Uh, <laughs> Come on, he can't walk right now. I know, poor thing, dude. I got you. So the largest. My mouth works quite fine. <laughs> Thank you. The largest margin of victory in AFC Championship history. Um, that um, the three choices you're gonna get was it? No, eight? give me, give us the teams. Teams. All right, sure. Just give uh, us that. Give us three teams, and I tell you. Not a problem. Uh, you got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans, the Buffalo oh. Bills and the Oakland Raiders, and mm-hmm. the New England Patriots and Indianapolis Colts. Oh, I'm gonna have to go with the Baltimore Ravens and the Raiders. Okay, well that wasn't an option, so there's that. No, the Baltimore Ravens. Who did they play? <laughs> it was. It was uh, I, said, I said the Buffalo. I said yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tennessee Titans, the Bills and yeah. Raiders, or the Patriots and uh, Colts. The Bills and Raiders. That was back in the early '90s. All right, and I remember that. Uh, again, do you need the 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 options, Dono? No, I'm just I'm just gonna take a stab at it. Sure. Uh, well, I'm gonna you go. You got the options. You were listening, jackass. I'm gonna, no, he, means, he means for like scores. Uh, oh no, I don't know the score. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 41 points. 41 points. And which of these teams do you think took on that uh 41 point margin of victory? Oh, uh, like, I'm gonna say the Bills. Solid. Uh, yeah, and, the Bills in the early 90s were yeah. the greatest show on turf before the yeah, greatest just, show just, on turf. Just couldn't do what it in they the big call game. It the K gun. Yeah. The K gun. That's I, what their offense was called. I had no idea. Who yep. was, who that was, was like when when that was like the first time teams ran hurry up offense when it was a hurry up situation. Yeah. And Jay Fig, largest okay, margin to... of victory. Okay. What are the options again? Was it a fifty point margin of victory? Was it a forty eight point margin of victory? Or was it one of the ones that Leroy and Dono said? Well, I'm sorry. I'm multitasking here. Yes. And um, I'm going to say 48. The correct Nobody answer for the lar- game. 48 points. Yeah, that'd be well, ridiculous. JP. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous enough to work. The largest margin of victory in AFC Championship history 48 points. Whoa. Bills Whoa. versus. I'm ridiculous, Ray, am I? Let's go. Bill, Bill, Bill. What what that was one in the early nineties, right? That was nineteen ninety one. Bills versus Raiders. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Roy knows his football, man. He knows I, his football. No, because they went to four straight. They they went to four straight Super Bowls and they were unstoppable. They're unstoppable until the Super Bowl, but yeah, until the Super Bowl. <laughs> and right. think about it: if Scott Norwood makes a field goal, we think totally different about yeah. Tuna. Now the Mi- he only has one Super Bowl. The Miami Dolphins are responsible for a few. Of these, uh, this isn't a question necessarily. It's just something that I thought was impressive. Fewest points scored, the Miami Dolphins uh, shut out the Jets and the Colts, and they actually have the most total points scored, uh, which is 73. So Miami Dolphins all over oh, this was list. was it, 1930? So the, 70s? D- the defensive was definitely in the 70s and in 1983. Yeah. And the offensive, uh, the most points 
total points scored between two teams in the AFC Championship was oh, 73. Oh, no, you said total. I thought you said one team. Yeah, well, I it, thought so, too. Yeah. Almost, look at you. I mean, this wasn't a question, everybody. though. These are just stats. I wasn't asking a question. <laughs> and and wait. And wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. For sure. Hold on. Yep. And it was it was 73, and it was the Dolphins, right? When For the defense. It was when, huh? For the oh, fewest. for the defense. Yeah, for the, the fewest. The players. most points scored. It was the Dolphins. Wow. That was with the Steelers in 85. With hmm. the, that's Dan Marino's rookie. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was 83. His rookie was 83. Yeah, right? his rookie year was 83. Yeah, yeah, but I knew Dan Marino yeah. had something to do with it because yeah. that, that's when, you know, Dolphins were in shootouts. Aaron in shootouts. Now, who has – this is a final question. Who has the most consecutive appearances in the AFC Championship? Consecutive it's gotta be appearances. the it's gotta be the Bills. Okay, so no, Dono says the Bills. Oh, no, no, you said the Bills, all right. Before, no, I'm changing my answer. Too late. No, Patriots. No, J Fig. It's or was it Patriots the, because ooh. he changed. Oh no, it I could would be say the, the Patriots. I think the the, the 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 hold on. Yeah, the Patriots went probably seven or eight years in a row. Yeah. I think it's the Patriots. When when New England and um the the reason why it can't be it can't be um it can't be the Steelers is because they used to have those drag out matches with the Raiders. Yeah. So they went they had their 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 run of the seventies, but it was broken up. Um by you know teams like the Raiders and 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 whatnot, so it's definitely the Patriots. Final answer: the Steelers have gotten to the most, but no, the most consecutive is indeed yeah. the Patriots with uh, eight. Okay. Eight. Okay. See, I was yep. even right with the number. Yeah, but Jay Fig said it first because Donald can't change his answer, and Leroy just copied Jay Fig because <laughs> hold on, but she she copied my answer no, that I changed no. it to. <laughs> I, wow. I would tell you this: growing up, um, it was really when my fandom really started. Yeah. Right. Um, the Steelers were just juggernauts, and and it was all with defense and running the football. Right, like Terry Bradshaw. Okay, yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. He was great, but that wasn't football back then. Well, keep a seat warm in next year's AFC Championship game for the Miami Dolphins because uh, Tua Tungo Bailoa's parents gave us some optimistic news yesterday. Twelve o'clock hour of Tobin and Leroy continues next year on AM five sixty Sports WQAM. <laughs> hour with the quickest of segments so i will talk very fast uh to a tongue of Iloa's parents uh yesterday this came out they thank dolphin fans for supporting their son and they did say they have no doubts that tongue of is going to return as the dolphins quarterback in 2023 obviously those of us who you know live down here and, and follow the team very closely have felt that way that Tua is going to you know do everything he can to come back next year. But it's one of those things, Leroy, where if you watch like the first takes uh, shows, you know they're all kind of questioning if, if Tua is going to retire. I you know I, I I'm not expecting him to make a decision like what that. Are He's going to try to give it a go. They're idiots. Yes. Let's be. Let's be. I'm sorry. Yes. Tua's parents like, is that football, who we're talking about right now? 
No. no. Oh, I'm all about like, the wow. all about the dumbasses that talk about Tua retiring. Yeah, those and, are and, and I and and I will say this is that we all want to jump on that bandwagon as far as oh he should do this or he should do that, right? Stay out of grown folks' business. Yeah, nobody life. knows his health better than the Dolphins, Tua, and his family. If it was a risk, the Dolphins would know about it. Tua would know about it. And, and even okay. if it is a risk, um, I, I believe that's his decision to make, not mine. Correct. Correct. Now, I, I, I will say this, is that I was not out cold my second year taken to the hospital. Right? Um, and I played nine more years. Um, and I definitely played a position that's a little more physical than Tua's. Yeah. The only difference between, and I've said this a number of times, the only difference between Tua and me is documentation. Yeah. Okay? So stop all of a sudden acting like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Because nobody gave a damn just four or five short years ago. Don't all of a sudden act like you care. Right. So leave the medical decisions up to the team who has a vested interest, the player who has a vested interest, and their loved ones. And right, shut because, the hell and, up. And, and to me, I feel like the responsibility that the league has here, it's not to like necessarily uh, force someone into retirement, but it's to – it's to make everyone aware of the risks and mitigate the risks. And they're obviously they're trying to okay. mitigate the risks with all the ways they've changed rules. And when the science has gotten better, they're able now to, and I'm sure we still have a long way to go, but they're able to educate players so much better on the risks of concussions and CTE than they were just a few short years ago. Like I, I do believe every human being to an extent uh, needs to be able to make their own decisions about their health and the risks associated with it. Obviously, there are exceptions. Like if if the diagnosis is really dire, then you know at some points you have to step in. But I, I believe we're not anywhere close to that with Tua. Here's what the league has done. That's an improvement from years past. They have put everybody in a situation where you are protecting the player from themselves. Right. Okay. Whereas you don't have this coach coming at you like you remember um, Terrell Davis in the Super Bowl was having a migraine and the coach sent him in there and said, we don't need you to carry the ball. Just go up in there. We need to fake it to you, but they need to be, take it seriously. Okay. We need more of these medical staffs in the NFL to protect the players from themselves. And that's where they come in with all these different rules and situations and spotters and stuff like that. Our job as players is to not let people know we soft. Yep. Okay. So if you see a situation like when you saw Jay Cutler riding a bike on the sidelines and everybody told him he should go without knowing that dude needed surgery the next day. Right. If the league comes in or a coach comes in and says, he can't go. I'm going to keep him from danger himself. You have a whole different look on Jay Cutler. 
Okay? That's what this is about. Because fans and us, we don't know the extent of these injuries that the players and the training staff and the coaches know. So it is their responsibility to protect the player from themselves and put along what put away what you need to get done. That's where all these things and all these rules from the NFL have come into play. It's not going to stop the injuries. It's not going to stop guys from being able to play through soreness. But what it is going to do is it's going to stop players from feeling like I got to go out there and put myself in harm's way so everybody will think I'm tough. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. We got a big one o'clock hour coming up. Tobin and Leroy show. Dono in for Tobin here on AM560 Sports WQAM. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.